welcome to episode of, oh my mic wasn't on hey yeah welcome to episode 11 of i, I guess this is growing up i like how you did you threw the the, oh, the you I threw wanted, the i wanted the, to confuse you know what i mean uh i'm sure i'm sure it picked it up on my mic even though it probably mic, did but it'll sound off. a little weird just because yeah, i'm off fine mic. whatever no, it's funny i don't care we're doing it live you Supposedly, know what i'm saying i'm a professional who are you again i'm sure and i'm joe and thanks for <laughs> listening to us and i guess this is growing up and you right. know what we're gonna knock this out real quick you can get in hold of us a whole bunch of different ways you can follow us on the instagram and the facebook guests is growing up pod on the twitter growing up pod one you can send us an email at guests growing up pod at gmail.com thank you for everybody that sent us a fan question this week we're gonna be reading those today on the episode you can always go to anchor.fm slash growing up pod or go to all of your podcasting platforms and just find us i guess is growing up pod we are there and of course you can always leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm slash growing up pod if you so choose and we got a jam-packed show for you people today we do uh we uh, like to affectionately refer to our show as the everything bagel of podcast you're gonna get that today you're gonna get everything you get a little seasoning all over the place you are it might spill on the counter a little bit but that's okay all you gotta do is just brush it off put it in your hand and put it back in the bottle we got Use our jib- it for later we got our jibba jab a second we're gonna get to in a moment yeah, uh, a little jabba. later uh we're gonna do uh uh the most inspirational person in your life mm, in your life uh, yeah baby somebody that really helped uh kind of make you who you are i guess yeah, and sure. uh, we're also questions. Answer those fan questions fan like you question. said yeah plus a new bit we're actually excited to do this in case you didn't notice last week we featured uh, a local artist, uh, an, a band, 710 Oil. Thank you, yeah. And uh, we played some of their music for you. Uh, you can find them online, 710 Oil. I mean, you can find them almost anywhere. If you want to find them on Facebook, write out the word 710 Oil. 710 uh, Otherwise, oil. it's 710 Oil. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, so you can check their music out, uh, and we'll use more of their music as time goes on. But that was our first experience That's our first that. experience, yeah. And then uh, today, we're going to be featuring We Demand Parachutes. Uh, they actually have an EP dropping on November the 11th of 2022. So that's this year. And that's just going to be in, shoot, a couple weeks now. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be their uh, EP, like I said, outside the Null Field. And they are doing two EP release shows that weekend, November 10th in Lowell, Massachusetts, and November 11th in Poughkeepsie, New York. So if you are curious about that, obviously you're going to have to wait till the first break to hear the song. It's going to be hung over you. But uh, if you want more information, we demand pair shoots on all their social medias and then you can follow their links to get tickets to those shows if you want to so it's gonna be real cool and i'm excited for this show man i am i am too and by the way just as a heads up uh joe gave me the email once before we'll give it to you again at the end of the show but if you happen to be a member of a band an unsigned band unsigned artist uh whatever you want to send uh, on our way if you send an mp3 format we'd love to feature you on the show we sure would uh the only thing we ask is like we don't want it to be too filthy, you know. Yeah, I mean, we I do mean, want it to still be something people can listen to in their car. Yeah, we're, the kids we're trying not to like be that. too explicit. Yeah, uh, even though I mean, I've really been trying to hold my f bombs back. Right, uh, I get it, I get it. But you know, just something <laughs> like yeah. we're we're trying to stay on the verge of like PG thirteen. Yeah, 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 PG thirteen yeah, yeah. would be great. I, you know, that'd be good. I think that works for us. So in I any mean, event, unless in your song, like you just say earmuffs. And then we all know to cover our ears and we can just let you go. And you you guys know the reference of what everything you can say when you say. Right. You generally get the idea. You generally get the idea. Yeah. yeah. We're so, not going to get mad at you for having an F-bomb or something in yeah, your song. A single is, F-bomb is, is it's kind of classy, right? Yeah. I mean. Yes. Yes. It is kind of classy. A well-timed F-bomb is great. And it, you know what I want to tell you about a well-timed F-bomb? Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, again, what is this show called? Uh, this show is called. Get, I guess this is growing up. It sure is, yeah. And you know one thing about growing up, Sean? What? That nobody ever taught me growing up okay. is how to buy a house, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know what else they didn't tell me about? HOAs. Ah, So yes. I got a little something for you people here today. Oh, silence your phones, people. 
That's me. Wow. <laughs> and I'm one of the guest hosts, or I'm one of the co-hosts on this show. I was going to say. It Holy happens, brother. It balls. Happens. Okay. Anyway, so uh, HOAs, real quick, real quick, real quick. All right. So I just bought my first condo last year, okay? Uh, so I've been here for almost a year. And again, I had no idea what I was doing, right? I just figure things out along the way. But so this is kind of a, a little bit of a rant uh, for anybody. If you've never bought a house before, uh, if you're in the market for a house, if you've never dealt with an HOA before, I implore you to either number one, don't do it. If there's an <laughs> HOA, avoid it at all costs. Or if you absolutely, you love this place and you have to deal with it, I implore you to really research who your HOA is and what property management company is running that HOA as well, what they're tied to. Because boy, I tell you. Okay. <laughs> boy, I tell you. All right. I'm going to try to make this as fast as possible. Okay. Hey, man, you go, baby. Here's the important details. Again, I moved in last November. Yeah. Okay. And I saw that my place, my condo had an HOA fee and it wasn't too bad. I was like, all right. I mean, it's, it's fine. Like, I really like this place. It's really close to my gym. Mm -hmm. I don't have to drive very far. And it's a prime location here in Virginia Beach where I will always have this property because I can rent it out to people that work at the base, yeah, right? military, yeah. right? So it's good like that. Anyway, uh, after my first month, uh, this is the, excuse me, re pause. The only correspondence and communication I've ever had from this HOA in a year's time is about three things. I'm gonna tell you what they are. Okay. The first thing, a month after I moved in, hey, we're increasing your HOA fee. Okay, that's the first great, one. Great. In March, hey, we've added a special assessment and now you're gonna have to pay $1,400 over the next year to fix a drain line in one of the buildings that you don't live in. What? Okay? Yeah, yeah. And the third thing was a few weeks ago, hey, we have, we're having an annual meeting uh, and also there's five board positions up, up for election so you can vote for your top five that you want to put in or there's a write-in slot, right? Yeah. Those are the three communications over a year's time that I've gotten from this HOA, okay? Okay. You, uh, you send them an email, you write them a, you, you write them a call. You, <laughs> you write them a call? You write them an email, you give them a call, you, they either don't respond to you or it takes weeks before they get back to you. Uh, I had a couple issues with my water bill before a couple months ago. It took forever. I'm not going to get into that. They're too busy counting your money. Exactly. Yeah. Point is, they are terrible. Absolutely terrible. So throughout this whole year, being who I am, I'm like, man, you know, it'd be really great if I could get on that board of directors to really like figure out what's going on yeah. and try to make have some a say. Yeah. Have, have a say, actually. You know what I mean? I've been saying that for a year. So the letter, that letter comes in the mail, annual meeting coming up, right? five board positions up for election. I'm like, time to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. So being the man that I am, I go out to the residents and I go around politicking a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaking I, hands. I, I, happen, I happen to come across about six residents, right? Yeah. I came across a lot of other people, but they were just renting, so they didn't have any say in it, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I come across six other residents. They got the same complaints that I do. I'm like, all right, well, listen, I'm running for this. Like, write me in. Yeah. And then in the annual meeting, which was last Thursday, show up, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So- I write myself in, I show up to this annual meeting, and boy, I tell you what, you know I'm gonna dress to the nines, baby. Of you course. get you gotta dress for the job that you want, not of the course. job that you have. Yes. Even though I have a great job, but I don't need to dress up, right? Yeah. So I put on a suit, right? Not a tie, but a nice shirt, button-down shirt, and a nice jacket. Yeah, suit coat, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I show up and it's on Zoom, right? So I enter this Zoom meeting and I didn't turn my camera on yet. And the three people that showed up, they're wearing basically their sweats. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy. All right. So then the meeting starts and there's two board members there and the one like uh, secretary or whatever. Okay? okay. Yeah. So two board members, I turn my camera on and I'm listening to what they're saying. Literally, this is what they say. Oh, well, it's uh 10 minutes past the time. And um, 
all the board members aren't here, so uh, we we can't have a quorum, which they can't have the meeting. It doesn't. Oh it's not. Gosh. It's not valid, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So how does this affect the the election then of the board members? And yeah. No, nobody had an answer, right? Of course. So they ended the meeting. I send an email to my, the property manager, like, "Hey, uh, my name is Joe Leone. I'm, you know, I'm wondering what what happens at the meeting. Like, what does this matter for the board of directors?" So that was last Thursday. Okay. So that was the end of the end of October, right? October 27th, I think that was on Thursday. Right, yeah, yeah. Thursday the 27th, last Thursday of the month. Okay. Yeah. It is today currently November 2nd, 2022. Yes, correct. I finally got an email back from this lady. I don't mind you. I also called twice and left a voicemail for her to call me mm. through this time. And this is what she says to me. And I'm going to paraphrase it. Uh, there hasn't been a quorum in several years. So board members just stay on until there's a quorum. <laughs> so let me get this straight. These board members stay on until somebody is elected through a, through an actual meeting that can take place when there's actually a quorum of enough members that bother to show up for a meeting that they hold a position in. Yeah. Sean. Why are you paying these people? Sean. <laughs> I, I say this to you. You look at me dead in my eyes <laughs> yeah. and everybody listening. Okay. I don't know how, but I'm going to raise some mother hell <laughs> i swear to you on this day november 2nd 2022 yeah i am going to fs up hard <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna do it uh, brother i i understand I'm i support you i support you so point being anybody if you're in the house in the house market in the market for well you get what i'm saying yeah if you're about to buy a house an apartment a condo and there's an hoa i implore you look into that HOA yeah. and find out who also manages the property manager tied to that HOA. Talk to other people who own in that area. Correct. Before you make out, any decisions. Yeah, because you need to figure out what you're getting yourself into. This one is United Property Associates. F them. Do not do <laughs> any business with them, okay? And look, he's so, just saying this from his experience. That's that's the he, This is his life experience. Yeah, right exactly. Here. So, uh, but again, uh, and real quick, real quick, uh, you know, I essentially this is this is my bid for president. Okay, uh, here here's my thing, right? Uh, especially a board of directors, right? For yeah, for yeah. A HOA or whatever. Uh, if you hold a position of power, you should be serving the community. Yeah, you should. That's what elected positions are that's, for. That's what they're supposed to have. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Hey, you should have compassion and yeah. empathy. Yeah. And try to find a solution for the majority. Well, I mean, we I. And I can safely say this because I don't have to take a political stance to do this. Yeah. Um, does I, I something I've noticed over the years is very few people elected yeah, to office yeah, have any of very, those. Very few. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to yeah. get political, of course, on the show. Yeah. But I'm just saying, in my in this instance, as a HOA board of directors, uh, that was going to be my my thing. Is like, how does anybody think that this is right? That yeah. for several years you're telling me there hasn't been. So an you election. really haven't been able to get anything done in several years is what you're telling us the board members don't even show up yeah how is that right yeah all of these are just sirens going off in my head so uh, anyway i'm not gonna spend any more time on this the point is uh joe leone is gonna shit up okay <laughs> i am so heated about this and I like don't blame you. Ooh, i don't blame I just, you brother. it just grinds my gears it just really I, grinds. i my have gears. never heard a good story about an hoa uh and like with the exception of really rich people who are just mad they stopped by somebody from painting their house purple. sure 
But I mean, you know what I, mean? Th- I do know a couple people that actually their, their property. Value. I do know a couple people that have an HOA that doesn't really bother them too much. Like it's, yeah. the, the, the fee is really minimal. Yeah. Or if it is a little bit more than say a hundred bucks, it's because there's tons of, there's like a pool and a community center. Yeah, and they do stuff. They do yeah, stuff. It's used this for... place, uh, I'm going to, I'll say right here on the air. I pay almost $400 a month right now wow, for dude. nothing. Wow. No, you've seen what's here. Nothing. My place is beautiful, but something to use? What does the HOA pay for? Anyway, yeah. so that's just part of, uh, hey, this is, I guess this is growing up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here it is. Like, nobody tells you this in school or anything like that. So I, I've never been a fan of the idea of an HOA. I'm sorry. I paid money for this property. I, I yeah, own this. I own Why this. Why do you get to tell me what I can do with it? Mm, it's, yeah. not, it's not like, I, it, this isn't something that like, like it, this isn't like driving a car. You obviously have to tell me how I can use that because we use the roadways and it's, you know, yeah, blah, sure. blah, blah. I understand there's, that. There's some things. Um, there's things like that. But I bought this. This is my this is mine. property. Yeah. This is my domicile. Yeah. This is my home. Yeah. If I why like, do you get to tell me what I can do with if it? If I don't like that stupid light, why does it matter if I have one or not? Yeah, exactly uh, right. Oh, you need to uh, have this certain light from this certain place in Norfolk, Virginia. Mm, mm, do I, though? Do I, though? Or is that just your stupid rule? Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I don't get it. So I hate, hate to be a, a sourpuss at the beginning of this show, but hey, whew, it's, man, it's part I tell of growing up, baby. It sure is part you of You got to learn this yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got to learn this stuff. And thankfully, I'm here to uh, go through it and tell all of you this if you've never dealt with it before. So anyway, uh, yeah, man, Halloween was fun, right? Halloween was a lot of fun. <laughs> Actually, uh, the girlfriend's kids uh, were uh, with their dad. And so she and I got to go. We hung out with her sister and did a little trick-or-treating with them. There you go. And uh, then there was like kind of a block party type thing where like a bunch of people went down. They had like a carnival set up. That's pretty cool. Um, dude. Yeah, legit. Okay. Pretty good. That. We That's had a good great. time. Oh, yeah. Uh, went home, just relaxed for a little bit. You did know you what dress I mean? up as Jeffrey Dahmer? You didn't, uh, right? No, I didn't dress Thank up as God. Jeffrey Dahmer good because job. I'm not good an job. idiot. Good job. Good. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, no, Proud of you. Thank you. I, yeah. I got to tell you, it took almost no effort not to be that jerk. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It didn't take any effort at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went as Patrick Bateman. I was American Psycho. Yeah, see, that's okay because he's a fictional character. Exactly. That's, you yeah. know what? That's acceptable. It was a good time. Yeah. That was a good time. It was great. Except I had to shave my beard. Now I'm 10 years younger and just a baby. Yeah, but you still got this double. Like, I see you coming back. Yeah, it's It won't be that long. It'll be okay. It grows back. It's yeah, that's good. So, uh, but hey, yeah, Halloween was good. Kicking off uh, the the my my favorite time of the year as we get towards Thanksgiving. Mm. Mm. Mm, I love it so much. I mean, I do love Thanksgiving. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I mean, that's my favorite. Oh, holiday. that's like that. That's got to be like that's the my, biggest cheat day of the year. Yeah, for that's you. my favorite holiday. Yeah, mine too, brother. Yeah, and by exactly. the way, nothing to do with pilgrims. It's just because I like getting together with family, friends, whoever, eating a great meal, watching some football, Stuff being thankful myself, for the people yeah. I have around me. That's why I like the holiday. I have and has nothing to do with the rest of it. It has nothing to do with the rest of it, no, for sure. But definitely the most American thing in the world is gluttony. So, brother, <laughs> you looking at the embodiment of America? Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And uh, this time of year, I'm going to focus on the positives. Sometimes I get a little down this time of year, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and focus on the positives and stay upbeat. Good man. Yeah, That's what we like best. to hear. We love that. And uh, speaking of upbeat, hey. Why don't we use this opportunity to go ahead and let you guys hear some music? Let's let's hear some music, Sean. You're about to hear We Demand Parachutes. Uh, but again, their EP is releasing November 11th outside the Null Field. Uh, they got two shows, November 10th in Lowell, Massachusetts, and November 11th in Poughkeepsie, New York. You can follow them on social media, We Demand Parachutes, for all ticket links. Again, this is We Demand Parachutes, Hung Over You, and we're very happy to play them on this show. That's right, and we'll be right back on I, I Guess This Is Growing Up! Talk about it. 
Hey, that was quick. Yeah, I had to throw you off. I got to do it. Yeah, I time. guess this is growing up. Gotcha. You got me too. Oh, you got me too. Uh, uh, great song. I love yes. that song. You know, it's funny. Real quick story. Uh, so I don't remember. I think so. Okay, real quick, real quick. I talked a few weeks ago about going to the Four Year Strong show. Yeah. Right? So one of the lead guitarists, lead vocals, uh, they're split. Either way, uh, one of the guys from Four Year Strong, Alan, he actually engineered and produced We Demand Parachutes album. He's, oh, a, wow. he's, a, he's a sound engineer as well, right? Okay. And so I think I had commented on one of Four Year Strong's posts or something. Right. And then We Demand Parachutes found me on Instagram. Oh. I was like, huh, cool. Who are these guys? And then I saw that you know the singer from Four Year Strong produced them. I was like, let me check it out. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I love this. Right. Yeah. So, I didn't uh, know about him until you, till you told me about him. Yeah, and I so, was like, well, this is awesome. So we... How can we not share that with How the world? How can we not? Yeah. Right? So uh, again, one more time, it's We Demand Parachutes, and they are releasing their EP on November 11th outside the Null Field, available on all platforms. They're doing two release release shows, November 10th in Lowell, Mass, and November 11th in Poughkeepsie, New York. All the ticket links are on their Instagram, We Demand Parachutes. Well, yeah. So uh, again, we're going to start playing some uh, some music from unsigned artists and whatnot. If you want to be a part of that, let or us signed. know. Or signed. Well, new. signed has more rules. Yeah, sure. You know what okay. I mean? As far as where they're allowed to have their music yeah, played. Because okay. they don't get to make those choices. Sometimes. That's true. Hey, if you're allowed to send us your music send us your and have music. us play it, we'd love to. By all means. We'd love to. So We'd love to. Absolutely. Uh, so now we're going to get into uh, our, our... Let's get the main, main, the main, the main dish. Main... The main dish of the day, the turkey, if you will. All right, everybody, unbutton your pants. Unbutton your pants. It's time to get, get bloated. Let's get gluttonous. Yeah. Let's get gluttonous. Yeah. The well, mash- really, Joe sent me this to me the other day, and I thought it was a good topic. It was the most inspirational person in your life. Um, could be, and, could and be I, multiple. I, it could be. But, I mean, one person jumped to my mind, and that's the one I wanted to stick with. Once you said it, I was like, boom, that's the person who jumped to my mind. And Give I was like, this me. is where I'm going to be. Let me hear the It's deets. the person that, like, influenced you the most. Let me hear the deets. And I got to tell you, perf- perfect timing, by the way. Yeah. Because, tragically, the anniversary of their passing was just the other day. So, I'm I mean, it's kind of fit that. perfectly. You know what I mean? As far as yeah, that yeah. conversation coming up. You can honor them. Uh, exactly right. Uh, and this person is my uh, my grandfather, Captain Joseph Thomas Hawk. Uh, he passed away, unfortunately, uh, several years ago at this point. Uh, I want to say nine years ago. Uh, it's been a bit. But he did 30-plus uh, years in the Navy. He was commander of a ship. or well, he commanded a ship. I don't want to say commander because that's an actual. Um, but he commanded a ship, the USS Biddle. Um, he was incredibly well-respected uh, in the military. He went on to be a contractor afterwards and work over at Oceana and everything here in uh, Virginia Beach. Um, but he put in so much time and effort into his family as well as his career. He's one of the... I know a lot of people have been in the military and it is a hard balance for them to family life and being there or doing the military. Um, but when he got out of the military, my cousin and I were very, very small with babies. And so he like threw all his time into my cousin and I, when he got out of the military and he showed me how to be respectful to people. He taught me how to do so much stuff like with your hands outside, like gar- uh, uh, fixing stuff, gardening, this, that, and the other thing. Um, he showed me how to be around people um, he gave me an appreciation for, uh, like fine arts and singing. And, uh, he used to take my cousin and I on all these trips. I mean, so many things I've done in my life that helped form everything I'm into now, everything I, I do as a passion or a hobby was because of him. Um, he was one of the people that actually pushed me to pursue, uh, some kind of broadcasting, which is one of the reasons that I started the original podcast that led all of this, which was your wrestling show. Um, he was a huge inspiration for that. Um, even though I mean, he didn't give a rat's behind about wrestling, sure, sure. but sure. like, he's my grandfather. He was in his seventies or whatever. 
And I was in a metal band at the time. And he came to my first show. Nice. You know what I mean? Hell my yeah, grand, my grandfather and my grandmother are standing there at this metal show. Yeah, they did. Uh, you damn right they damn did. Right they and did. they watched us perform. Uh, they told us how great we were. And then they went home. And I mean, but you know what? That was so cool of them to even show up. But I mean, that's the kind of guy he was. He was supportive of you as a person. And that was an important lesson that I learned from him was that you don't have to necessarily be into whatever somebody else is into to support that person, to be there for them. He was always about being there for the people that were, that meant something to you. And so I got that a lot from him, but again, he just, every time I tried to think about like what I should do, um, how I should handle something, uh, what what I should even say in in a given moment, maybe an important moment, I kind of run it through this filter of like, what would my grandfather have said? What would my grandfather think of this? What would he, because like, I was so proud of who he was as a person um, I mean, you know this. You were in the military. I was. The, yeah. You were in the Navy specifically. So, I mean, it's right in the same vein. Thirty uh, something years in the Navy, I he, he started it. enlisted. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. He, he went all the way up and made it to captain. And he busted his ass for a long time. He was in Vietnam. Um, came home and I mean, raised his family and everything. And then he went on and kept working, supported his family. So, when again, he was there for his grandchildren beyond what I could have even expected. Um, and when I was very young, my mother and my dad had split up. And so my mom remarried great guy. He's my dad, uh, that I, I refer to him as because he's the guy who raised me essentially, right, yep. but it's almost like I had dad a and dad B because my grandfather was, was right there in the, in that role as well. Um, so it's just, it was, he, it's hard to explain like just how formative he was on every little thing that is about me. Um, I mean, I, I can't even begin to tell you everything that he did with me and for me um, and for my cousin, Megan, who's incredibly successful. I love her to death. She lives in D.C. with her family. Um, but he was I, he, it, I nowadays when I like with I have you know friends, when I have uh, my new girlfriend, whatever, I genuinely think to myself, I'm disappointed they won't get to meet him. Sure. You yeah. know, I thought that with you guys. My grandfather would have loved you guys. Yeah, he sounds like a great dude. He would I have mean, he would have loved you guys because you know, your fart your fart My fart <laughs> our fart jokes for sure. Grandpa Grandpa really loved like, fart jokes. He did for actually. Sure. Yeah. But it was like he uh I was trying to say he, you guys are funny, you're smart, you're you know, I was trying to do all that together and I did one of those, you mix them up, you know, but was he the pee pee poo poo man? <laughs> Not quite that level. Okay. But uh, he uh, he would have loved you guys, and he would have loved uh, uh, the the bond that we all had because he believed in that big time too, and having these friends you were really close to. Um, but he would have been very supportive of everything that we do, and he would have loved this show because he would have loved the idea of being able to talk about what he what? would have been guest. I dude, I would have tried to have him on immediately as a guest because <laughs> yeah, he could have told us so oh, many stories. I mean, uh, such a uh, a lost a lost generation, if you will, of yeah. uh, hard hardworking. Uh, adults you know yeah. what i mean so uh he sounds like sounds like a wonderful man and a great dude i wish wish i could have met him but i feel yeah. i mean knowing you as well as i do i mean i don't know i kind of feel like i know him i was gonna say way, i you know? guarantee you know at least a little bit of him yeah. like that's that's because again he was super important in how i developed as a human being so uh you know like you know he's again he passed a long time ago but if uh if you're anywhere out there in the universe uh papa i just know i love you and i miss you we love so, you. Yeah, we love he, you. But it was just like, that was the first thing that came to my mind when you brought up the, an inspirational person in your life was because he's everything I do, I factor through that. I run through that filter in my life. You know what I mean? That's good. Good thing to have. Yeah, that exactly That voice right. inside your head. Exactly right. So it's I like, miss you. Ex- yeah. So I, could, <laughs> I couldn't, uh, I, don't know, I couldn't think of anybody else once you asked that question. Nobody else, anybody I tried to fit into that role. I didn't just went, fit. Exactly they right. They don't fit. Exactly right. Round peg, circle hole. 
or something something like that or square whatever square, you know you it, know what i meant point is it doesn't fit it doesn't fit it doesn't <laughs> so, fit it doesn't matter what color or what shape it is it doesn't yeah, fit you, color is irrelevant we're not about we're not <laughs> I, gonna know i meant i meant shape i meant shape i meant shape squares and circles and right, triangles yeah. and stuff like that but yes that was that was my answer and i realized i rambled a little bit there but it's that's just fine man that's no, good know. it's good details good details i don't know if i can follow that well, but I mean, yeah, that's, so. that's okay. You, no, no, you can, you can have this one. You can have this one. Moving on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I actually ha I have a couple. I have a couple okay, because right. the, the, I feel these are all important people that have really, uh, really, really influenced me. Number one is, of course, my mom, Ma Steele. Of course. And, of course, I, I appreciated and respected her growing up, but it wasn't – it was more so when I got to be an adult that I really realized, like, holy F, like, Ma Steele did so much – and even almost like behind the scenes, because wow, she taught me so many things, but it was the things that essentially actions over words that she did uh, when, yeah, I, when yeah. I grew up that really, I realized, and it's kind of like a hindsight thing as you become an adult and you grew up, you're like, man, how did Ma do all that? Like, yeah, essentially, you know, she didn't, she had a good job, but I mean, man, I literally played every single sport every, every year of my life, yeah. and then especially hockey. And of course, I was a goalie, which is the most expensive position to play. Gear, yep, yep. And I was growing so fast, I had to get new gear every single year. Yeah. Right. So, like, what that was one big thing that I realized as an adult, like, holy, I don't know how Ma afforded it. How did she do it, dude? Yeah. How did she do it? You know, because I think of now, like, I look at my grocery bill. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Currently, you can barely, like, you can barely feed you. I'm like Jesus. I I don't have any kids, let alone two. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, the Ma Steele is number one, of course, with most influ influential person. Right. Um, and that definitely goes back to just, um, uh, my, my attitude uh, of just the person that I am, like, again, going after this HOA, you know what I mean? Like, that's not right. You know what I mean? That, that's not right. Yeah. Things like that. Um, knowing right and wrong, you know, that kind of thing, having a very strong, uh, conviction about that. So yeah. Ma Steele is number one, um, I, tied for, I guess, second and third or tied for second. There's two teachers in my life that, one, uh, Miss P, she was my drama teacher. She also taught English, but I primarily had her as a drama teacher, right? right. And so I got into theater in like junior, uh, not junior high, my junior year is when I first started doing theater, right? I didn't think you did theater. I did, yeah, yeah, in my junior and senior year. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so it took some pushing. Like I was very in my shell at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. And she convinced me to try out audition, right? And then I loved it. But then also like quick story about that. I was, had my first high school girlfriend. Right. Aww. And so I was spending all my time with her and then I was missing practices and stuff. And Miss P was like, I don't remember exactly what she said, but essentially she was like, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Like she was very tough. You either want to do this or you don't. Yeah. Very tough yeah. love about it. And then also at the same time, like, because I believe in you and I know <sighs> that you can do awesome with this. Right. Yeah. So shit or get off the pot. You know what I mean? So, um, that was a real kick in the butt. So I, I always go back and thank Miss P for that. Like, and that kind of take that, have taken that with me since that whenever I was 16, 17. I mean, that's how we started the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, do it or don't. You know yeah. what I mean? What are yep. we doing? Is it an F yeah or is it an F no? Because if it's not an F yeah, then it's an F no. Right. Uh, and then the other teacher is uh, Harn, Mr. Harnell. And really, that's more so, uh, I mean, he was a great teacher, great dude. Uh, but really, he always used to say every single morning, uh, whatever, uh, Mr. Harnell, this is hard. I don't get it. Well, hard work works. Oh. So I I took that. I, that stayed with me ever since 17. Is he still right? alive? Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, you, should, you might owe him some money. I, <laughs> nah, he didn't trademark it. He didn't trademark it, bro. Uh, but no, I'm very thankful uh, for that. It stuck with me through, throughout this, you know, all the way until I was adult. Hard work uh, works university. Hard work works. Yeah, yeah hard work works. Uh, that's my gym, of course. Yep. 2953 Shore Drive, Virginia Beach, Virginia. 23455. That's right. <laughs> uh, the other one is a celebrity one. Um, and I don't know if, you've, if you're familiar, familiar with David Goggins. David Goggins. David Goggins. Any right. relation to Walton Goggins? I have no idea. Probably not. No. But anyway, uh, so David Goggins, Goggins essentially is the only person he who's done every single uh, special forces training, wow. right? And he's also gone to Buds, so Navy SEAL training three times, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's probably not a relation here. Probably not a relation. No, no, no. I, I don't think so. But anyway, uh, the point of that is, is he's just very uh, no BS, straight to the point, uh, and he has a book that I've read. When I say read, listened to multiple times. Can't over, hurt me. Can't hurt me. And I take that mentality with me forward since I read wow. that book the first time about five years ago or uh, three three years ago. Anyway, but can't hurt me. Like whatever life is throwing, can't hurt me. Can't hurt me. You know what I mean? Um, and that's also where I kind of got. Uh, uh, I always knew that I've talked about suffering in a workout, right? Suffering, right? I love that. I kind of got that from him recently too. Of like, and I take that with. Uh, the reason why I love suffering in a workout, just beating the crap out of myself is because somehow it translates to, if you can get through the hardest part of your day, if it's in this point, a workout or whatever, in this case for me, it's a workout, right? If I'm beating the crap out of myself and I can push through and while I want to quit and like, I, I don't know if I can do this, but then I push through essentially like it's that building that mental toughness that can't hurt me. Yeah, you get through anything, right? So David Goggins is another one. Um, check him out if you're not familiar. Um, essentially, I will say David Goggins is also a little bit toxic, just in the sense of uh, the, some of the things he says, not in a bad way, but just like that mentality can also be toxic too if you don't know how to control it, right? I get that, yeah. Suffering and you know, can't hurt me. Like, uh, again, uh, we want to talk about our feelings. You know, so, yes, yes. so there is a little bit of toxicity in that, but if you can read between the lines and find the, the good in that. Um, he's a, he's really influential, uh, to me. So those are, uh, that's my most influential, uh, people in my life. I got to tell you, even outside of, um, the, the, wow. I mean, just his transformation alone. Yeah. To go to, to go to boot camp, uh, yeah. excuse me, to go. Yeah. Actually to even get to, to get in, he had to drop over a hundred pounds. Yeah. He went from 300 pounds to, I mean, now he's, I mean, maybe, He's maybe like 160 now, maybe. I mean, that picture, I don't know. This one right here, he's, he's got some muscle mass on him. He might yeah, I mean, when, well, that, so that was, that was yeah, still a while ago. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a little bit thinner now. Now he's probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but yeah, he was over 300 pounds. He had to drop easily 100 pounds in like two months to get into even be considered. And then he was still well into the 200s, like 260, 270 when he first right, went to Bugs yeah. the first time. So, uh, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, Amazing. Check them uh, out. Hey, man. Uh, I think those are all good examples of uh, somebody influential in your life. Yeah, thanks. If you have somebody uh, that is influential to you, then why don't you send it on over to us at uh, guessesgrowinguppod at gmail.com. There you go. We'd love to hear about your influences in your life. And speaking of the email, this seems like as good a place as any to throw it on over to the listener questions. Yeah, let's do it. All right, baby. All right, cool. So <clears throat> from Peter in kansas city Peter. Peter, what's the worst thing that you guys ever remember smelling like straight for <laughs> forfeit your cookies Dude. your soul ran from your meat vessel once this touched its nostrils type life of changing smells so i, I first of all i love that his name is peter i make that joke 
And then that's the question. It's like, yeah, wow, it's it almost is a very Peter Griffin type of question. Well, um, there you go. Uh, oh, boy. All right. So, all right. Uh, the worst, and there's there's worse smells out there, but it was just how all-encompassing it was, I think. I felt like I was drowning in it. Um, <laughs> it just covered you. Yeah, it was wearing no, you like a skin blanket. Brother, you're not wrong. Um, I, <laughs> I had to go and clean up in a bathroom one time because I, you know, worked retail and whatnot. Some dude didn't even try to get in the toilet. Um, he, In fact, it seemed like he made every effort he could to get it everywhere but the toilet. Brother, it looks like he like literally pulled down his pants, bent over at the waist, and just exploded out the back of him. Uh, fun fact, yeah. uh, for all my uh, especially Navy guys living yeah. the ship life, that happened literally every day. Oh, I'm sure. Every I'm single sure, day. Yeah. Every single day. But this is not something I was prepared for. I didn't expect to open this stall door and see it, I mean, just a sheet of it on the wall. And then it gets even better all over the sides, too. All over the sides. He dumb and like, dumbered it? Dude, he he dumb and dumbered and dumbest did it. I mean, it was terrible. It uh, was... Where's Bob Saget when you need him? And the worst part was, like, I'm looking around, and you can see that, like, you, you can see handprints. No. You know what I mean? It's like no, the man, Sean. like, moved it around. No, Sean. It was on everything. Sean, And I'm no. like, so, like, the second mm. you open the door, it just hits you. I mean, it already smells bad, mm. but when you open the door, it just goes, whoa, right in your face. Well, yeah, it's like the backdraft effect. Yes, dude. That's why they don't do that when uh, firefighters yeah. don't do that. Yeah, and <laughs> brother... Uh, uh, Sean, I, no. I mm. almost threw up. I, I had to leave the room. I was I'd like, quit. Uh, uh, uh. I'd, <laughs> I like, I'd quit. Yeah, oh, no, over. I told I'm him done. I wasn't doing it. I was I'm like, done. you don't pay me enough for this. I'm, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. Uh, I don't know who did it. It didn't end up being me. But to this day, the smell haunts my dreams. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, similar story uh, of just walking in and feeling like it's uh, like a skin blanket on you. Yeah. Um, so this was back in my wrestling days, right? Yeah. And I don't <laughs> I'm not going to say who it is, of course. I'm sure he's washed his gear at this point. <laughs> I would I hope, hope so. so. It was the worst smelling gear I have ever smelled in my entire life. Oh, like, no. Just the most sour melt. If you imagine, imagine a half gallon of whole milk yeah. left in the trunk of, I say, do love that specified whole. of, say, a Toyota Corolla 1998 uh, <laughs> red. Uh, left in the trunk for mm, let's say four days. Okay. Uh, it rained at least three of those four days, right? And there's a the the trunk doesn't latch properly. Like so the, the, the the molding isn't totally yeah. there. I mean, it's a 1998. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah, Toyota's a great vehicle, but I mean, yeah. th there was a leak, right? And that rainwater also got into this whole milk uh, yeah. jug, right? Uh. And then it was left in a hundred degree sun. Okay. Right. So the next day was a scorcher. Scorcher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So imagine that smell. Okay. Walk into a locker room and it's fine. Whatever. Okay. You walk out. Well, locker. See, the thing is, locker rooms never smell great. Right. So you're prepared for a little bit of a smell. Sure. sure. But see, yeah. when I say locker room, I mean like it's just a dressing room. It's not an actual locker room. Okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. In indie wrestling, that's usually not. It's usually, it's usually like, just like, a room. like like a room. Yeah. You know what I mean, like a room. This and this one was particularly uh, in the backstage of like a theater. Okay. Okay. So walk in, okay, everything's cool, whatever. Walk out, meet some people, greet, come back in. Literally, as you come back in, uh, my man's opened up his bag and right in the face, skin blanket. Oh. And like, I almost literally threw up. Legit, I, it was like one of those, it was coming up and had to stop myself, right? Uh, and 
I love you to death. Uh, if you're listening, or if you know, you know who I'm talking about. If you're in the wrestling if game, you, love you so much. Uh, hope you washed your gear by this point. Whoever was supposed to work with him, I hope they refused because <laughs> I don't remember. I but, if I if yeah, it was man. that bad, brother, I'd have been like, dude, uh, no, yeah, no, we got to be way uh, too close to each other. No, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting for sure. It was definitely interesting. That's so uh, yeah, okay. Moving All right, on. so question two. <laughs> question two. Jeez. All right, this is uh. <laughs> Dick from Montana, uh, what is something you peaked at in elementary, junior high, and high school? Having hair. If you have plenty from each period, the max to pick would be three. Oh, one, that's a lot. one you still do, but definitely peaked a long time ago. One you quite shortly after realizing your potential, and or one you wish you could still participate in, but don't or can't. E- I, either, I mean, either, either way, either one of those works. Yeah, I bet it's a lot. I'm just going to stick with like one, maybe two. Uh, having hair is the easy answer <laughs> okay? because yeah. after high school is when I started losing it. Sure. Um, so, you know, Hey, been like when I was a little, little kid, beautiful flowing locks, oh. uh, elementary and middle school, kind of poofy, like white guy hair. Uh, and it was fine in high school. I trimmed it up and, you know, you started using product and stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then after high school, God decided that, you know, you don't get hair. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're better off for it, I guess, brother. Um, unless but- you don't wear sunscreen. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, or if bugs decide to attack me. That's it. Um, that happened the other day. I wear a hat. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of anything I peaked at in high school. Hmm. I mean, probably playing sports. Like, just athle- athletics in general. Because, like, I mean, I played two sports uh, uh, every like at a time. I was, like, I was a two-sport athlete, brother. All yeah, you school. were. I played. Uh, and it was, either, it was either always soccer and baseball or soccer and basketball. Um, I would play a bunch of stuff because, and it was funny. I never played football, even though everybody assumes I did, just because of my size. Um, in high school, football coach tried to get me every I'm single sure year. I'm sure they did. Every yeah, single. You're better year. as a center, anyway. You know, hey, brother, I yeah, rocked basketball, it. Basketball, I was, basketball. Yeah, I rocked it. First baseman. Um, yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I was a good catcher. I was a really. That's, I was. I was great. A, I was great behind home that's plate. That's a deep squat for you. It is a deep, brother. I could do it. Uh, I was doing it the whole game, and then uh, it's. Let me tell you, run, run at the plate while I'm standing there. Hmm, good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck See with what that. Yeah. See what happens. So, uh, yeah, that, that's how that goes down. But in any event, um, so, yeah, probably just sports in general. Because, like, you sure. and I have been talking recently about wanting to shoot some hoops again. Kind uh, of, yeah, we're going to. Yeah, yeah, I got the ball in, my basketball. So, I got one now. We can actually do it. Sweet. Because before yeah. we were like, all right, we got a hoop. We just need a basketball. Because <laughs> Figure it out. As grownups, you realize, ah, there's not one around. Yeah, there's not just one, one. Not, yeah, not just yeah, one yeah. around that you can pick up and start playing with. Like somebody has to have it, right? Yeah. So I where went, is it? Went ahead and bought one. Now we can play shoot some hoops. Yeah, great. So you know what? Maybe we'll change this. Maybe we'll turn it around. I'll become a basketball prodigy. There you go. Seven years. Yeah, old. definitely. Those knees are definitely going to hold up. Oh, brother, you know it for sure. I can remember to wear the brace. Actually, good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, well, I'm going to answer this question by first saying I haven't even begun to peak yet. Nice. Uh, I am ascending. Okay, so good I'm just answer. getting I'm just getting better with age. Okay, uh, I haven't even begun to peak. Okay, uh, but I will say uh, I definitely uh, one thing I take it back. One thing I did peak at at a very young age in elementary school was getting as high as I could on a swing and jumping off and seeing uh, how far I could go. Well, I mean, have you tried recently? I haven't. But I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I haven't. But see. I am a little clumsy, Sean. You know, I did tell, I did talk about the box jump uh, incident. I did break my face uh, in wrestling and I also did break my neck. Um, Some of those things, actually all those things, extenuating circumstances happen, but still. uh, Yeah, I get it. You know, you can come off the swing weird. I mean, you know, sometimes the rain just follows me. You know what I mean, Sean? I get it, brother. 
so yeah, I'm going to say, but I'm going to say jumping off the swing as far as I can go. Right. Uh, the other thing I would say is uh, if I was going to say anything, uh, man, I guess I would say, I know, uh, whipping shitties. Um, the in, hell does in, that in, mean? Okay. So in Minnesota, right? Yeah. There's snow and ice, right? The hell you so, say. Yeah. So what we would do... Uh, Wait, is you're we, telling me it snows more than once every three years there? It sure does. Yeah, it snows actually multiple times a day sometimes. Oh, wow. Sometimes it never stops. <laughs> As a matter of fact, three weeks ago, there was like six inches of snow. Wow. Yeah. So That's more than we see yeah, in three or four years here. So I'm gonna, this is something that we used to do uh, when we got our license, of course. Right. We would either find a parking lot... Um, and of course, you go as fast as you can towards a snowbank, right? right? Yep. And then you pull the e-brake, uh, okay. All and right. you try to get as close as you can to the snowbank, All right. and kiss it, it a little bit. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes you smash in that snowbank, yeah. Mm. Or another fun thing, see, in high school, we had this outdoor science class. So we would literally go out to the elements, okay? And 16, 17-year-olds throw them all in a car, right? You know that... Uh, Something's going to happen. Yeah. This is what we do. We would drive from our high school. I would typically be driving and we're going down driving in Proctor, Minnesota. And it'd be like somebody in the backseat would be like, Joe, I forgot something. Oh, okay. We're driving down a public road. Okay. Yeah. Flip the e-brake, uh, spin all the way around, uh, go back, do it again. And we just do that uh, because we were jackasses. Yeah. But I definitely yeah. peaked at that in high school because I would probably a good thing. I wouldn't do that uh, now because yeah. um, like I got to pay for stuff now, you know? Yeah. yeah and it's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of a dangerous element for sure. I mean, I would always make sure there was no cars around. Yeah. But when you I never, you got to be careful, brother. You, you never know never, how things yeah, can go wrong. Yeah. You just never know. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are our fan questions. We appreciate y'all. Uh, Peter and Dick. Appreciate you. Uh, guests is growing up pot at gmail.com for all of your uh, questions that you want answered and stuff. That's right. And uh, again, send us, uh, if you got any music, if you're uh, an, on, uh, an artist who can send us your music yeah. to use on the show, send uh, it to we'd us. love to. And send us any info you have about how people can find you, uh, if you have music coming out, if you're going to be playing shows. Playing a show, all that Whatever stuff. you want to send us, send it our way. We're uh, trying uh, to spread the wealth, man. Spread that's right, the baby. Wealth. So, yeah, so uh, I guess that's. That's, that's it, it, right? Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Let's yeah. yeah. I mean, this is kind of weird. It's awkward I know. now. So, I mean, like, normally we're a little more like it's a bit awkward now. It is a little more awkward now. Yeah, sure uh, is. But <laughs> well, thanks for listening uh, again. Anchor.fm slash Growing Up Pod. Uh, guests Growing Up Pod on Instagram and the Facebook. Growing Up Pod one on the Twitter. And like we just said, uh, guests Growing Up Pod at gmail.com for anything you want us to talk about. You got uh, feedback of all of our past episodes. Hey, we're on to twelve next week, baby. That's right, dude. Can't and stop us. Hey, if you've been listening, if your first time, whatever it is, we're glad to have you if you listen to us on any of your major podcasting apps stitcher apple whatever it is uh if you could leave us a five-star rating and a review would help us move up uh the rankings big that'd time get us in front of more ears so we'd appreciate listen it. love and share share Absolutely. even if you just want to share that'd be great yeah that'd be great we'd love you for that we'd love you for that so you get on that and we'll meet you guys back here next week for episode 12 of i, I guess, guess this is growing up, up.